Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's the Larry Kudlow Show. Free market prosperity starts here. Now, here's Larry Kudlow. Welcome back, folks. Larry Kudlow here. Great honor. My friend, Senator Rick Scott on the line. Former governor of Florida, presently chairman of the National Republican Senatorial Committee. Senator Rick Scott, you got to have a smile on your face. The Absolutely. <laughs> all this hard work, all this hard work with these great candidates um, are, is, is paying off. Now, a lot of it is, I mean, Joe Biden basically is helping us every day. And all these Democrats and their foolish policy that's hurting our families. That's what that's what that's why we're going to win. We've got great candidates. But, man, they are. I mean, whether it's the inflation, whether it's crime, whether it's the border, well, all these these radical positions that Democrats are taking and continue to take, they're going to make sure we win. You know, Senator Scott, I love this. Uh, Joe Biden up in upstate New York, in Syracuse, New York, I think it was Thursday. He says Republicans would create more chaos, more inflation, more damage to the economy. America will be in default. And then he goes and says, when I came in office, we inherited a deep recession. What is he talking about? This guy cannot tell the truth. Now, he doesn't worry about the truth. He, I mean, he, you know, th- but that's what the Democrats are doing. All they, all they want to do is they lie about where, you know, what, what we're going to do when we get, when Republicans get in charge and they lie about what they've done. They don't want to take responsibility for gas prices, food prices, um, the double in the mortgage rates, the high crime. Uh, and, and you watch these debates. Democrats keep changing their position. They don't like their positions because they know the, you know, the public in their state, the voters in their state don't like them. So you saw Fetterman. Now he's for fracking. Shocking. He was against fracking. Uh, so well, now they want a secure border when they were against a secure border. Or now they like the police when they wanted to reimagine law, law enforcement and defund the police. So this is just a joke and the public smarter than this. Well, I just, uh, I love the, I like the trend. I was talking earlier. You know, the, the polls are looking so good. The GOP is going to capture both houses. I think it's boosting the stock market, Senator Scott. I really think stocks are responding. Yeah. yeah. I mean, a lot of people yeah. on stocks. So let's talk about some of these specifics. And then I want to talk about some futuristic policies. Um, I got to give my hat off to you. You did not desert Donald Bullduck up in New Hampshire. I mean, the guy's got a shot. It's not a layup, but he's shot a shot. I'm going up there tomorrow. I know you are. And you've, you put some money and resources back. I was furious. McConnell deserted him. I mean, Mitch McConnell's an old friend of mine. I don't want to get into all that. But really, I mean, this guy's got a shot up in New Hampshire. That's our job. Our job is to help the people who get through the primaries. So Don Bullduck has a shot to win. Hassam is a blank check for whatever Biden and whatever Chuck Schumer wants. That's not good for this country. We've got to do everything we can to get Don Bullock across the finish line, and I'm going to do it. We're putting, we're running ads up there. We we got grassroots active you know, activity up there. We're going to. I, I'm I'm very optimistic about um, New Hampshire. Part of it is Hassam is not liked. Her policies are bad. For you know for. And they know her up there. It's a small state. She was the governor. They know her policies are not good for for people in New Hampshire. 
Yeah, her. you're right. Her disapprovals are high. She's a blank check for Biden. Uh, you're absolutely right. I Look, I had Balduck, General Balduck, actually. I had him on the show twice, but the second time we had a good interview, six, seven minutes. I thought he was very good, Senator Scott. I thought he was very good, well-versed. You know, the big issue, it's very interesting to me. And the closing, I mean, inflation has always been the uh, number one issue, inflation slash economy. But fracking has come back in some of these races. Like fra- yeah. fracking, in the, they don't have any home heating oil up in the northeast, particularly New Hampshire. And also fracking in New Hampshire. Now, you mentioned Fetterman's flip-flop. It's interesting to me how that has become a, a, you know, a, a late issue again in this campaign. Well, you know, it's shocking that people want low gas prices. Is that a shock? No. Shocking that we want to be energy independent in this country. That's not a shock. You know, so the Democrats, these radical policies they're taking where they want to get rid of all fossil fuel. Look, I want to take care of the environment. I mean, I mean, I've, I've invested a lot of you know Florida taxpayer dollars taking care of the environment. But do I want to be have low gas prices? Yes. Do I want to have a good economy? Yes. Do I want to take care of the environment? Yes. I want to do all those things. You can do all those things. But the Democrats, they have this. They're just out there. They want to get rid of fossil fuels with no alternative. Uh, that and then it's going to hurt poor families. It's already hurting poor families. People on fixed income. In my state, I got people going back to work there on fixed income because. Because they can't, they can't afford it. I was, I was campaigning with Ron Johnson in Wisconsin yesterday, and a guy came up to us and said, you know, his wife was going back to work. Uh, 77 years old, his wife was going back to work because they can't afford gas and food. Mm. You know, uh, it's interesting. John Kerry going blathering on in Europe, wherever they had this conference this past week. If you take out oil and gas, you take out fossil fuels, you know, uh, sure, you mentioned gasoline and things that, home heating oil. There's no diesel fuel. There's a shortage of diesel fuel. Right. But you also, you know, fossil fuels play a gigantic role in hundreds of everyday products, including, by the way, so we have record inflation in food and grocery prices. Okay, well, guess what? Fertilizers depend on fossil fuels. Also, lower income people can't afford the finest cottons and silk. Guess what? They have to use fossil fuel related clothing. Okay, that's what the petrochemical business is all about. And it's perfectly good clothing. And they rely on it. And shoes rely on it. And sneakers rely on it. And your polo shirts rely on it. That's what they'd be doing if you take out fossil fuels. They would be knocking out food and clothing as well as gasoline. How about how about incubators yes. for newborns? Yes. How about, how about making sure we have reliable energy when you have an, a, pre, a premium? How about how about mm. making sure they can afford all the equipment and they can make sure we have electricity when you have a newborn that's struggling? And so in this country, you know what? We can do that. In other countries, they can't. But even now, look at the cost. Look at the what, the cost of this energy to people. And it's in it's every part of our life. You cannot build an economy without less expensive energy. We've built the U.S. economy with less expensive energy. What the Biden administration and Democrats are doing, they're ruining the U.S. economy by high energy costs. It doesn't make any sense. And shortages. Look at the diesel. Look at diesel prices. I mean, and so much of our transportation is done by diesel, and we only have, what, a 25-day supply of diesel right now? I mean, this is all Biden and Democrat policies. It's crazy. Trucks and buses. Trucks and buses getting killed by the diesel shortage. We're talking to Florida Senator Rick Scott, who is, importantly, the chairman of the National Republican Senatorial Committee, and things are looking better and better. Senator Scott, let's just uh, quickly look at some of these races. Laxalt looks very good in Nevada. 
Yep. Just got to get the vote out. And actually, I'm looking at polls. I'm looking at the betting markets. Uh, they're betting that Herschel Walker is a winner in Georgia. Now that's a tough race. What do you, what do you think? Every time they throw garbage at him, his actual numbers have gone up. It's like Trump back in 2016 when they kept finding women, right? He was supposed to have uh, sexual assaults on women that didn't exist. They're doing the same thing to Herschel Walker. But the pay to play betting markets are betting that Herschel wins. Herschel's going to win. By the way, this is just what the Democrats do. They can't stand the fact that, that Herschel's going to win. They're so mad that they don't get to keep that Georgia seat. They know they're losing, so they just they find people and just go out and throw smear at him and smear at him. But you know what? Herschel, he is, he is staying on message. Look at that debate. You know, he stayed on message. And, you, and Warnick looked like he, he just worked for Chuck Schumer. That's all he does. Whatever. Oh, it did Chuck, oh, Chuck told me he had to vote that way. So, oh, yeah, I have to do that. I don't care. I don't work for Georgia. I'll say that in my campaign, but I don't actually do that. All Warnick does is work for Chuck Schumer. Hmm. How's the Blake Masters thing look in Arizona, Rick? I think he, I think he's going to win. One, he's running a good race. He, he demolished Kelly in the debate. Mm-hmm. Um, Kelly's voting against border security, the biggest issue in Arizona. And by the way, Kerry Lake is running a good race. So to two of them together, Blake and Kerry, look at the energy. I've been out campaigning. Here's what people don't get. You go out and campaign with these people, and you see hundreds of people show up. Mm. Right? There was there was a, uh, I did a campaign event with Ron Johnson yesterday, and I don't know he had know, two or three hundred people there, and there were oh there were three protesters, you know, there are mm. three on the other side. Mm. I mean, there's no energy on the other side because they know their policies are horrible. And by the way, we put a bunch of effort into get out in the Hispanic vote. Uh, we've got a, a thing called Operation Bombless in nine states. We Hispanics are fed up they're mm. fed up with democrats right now mm. um pennsylvania looks good you know it's funny uh, i had Mehmet Oz on the tv show and of course he's gotten so much better and he's become a very good communicator but people forget that you know he was a first-rate cardiologist and Senator yeah. Scott, I, he's a world-renowned cardiologist the, the trouble the, the trouble with fetterman is Fetterman should be a patient of Oz, not his opponent. Yeah. <laughs> he needs yeah, Oz for therapy. <laughs> but look, after the debate and the whole brouhaha about the lack of transparency with his health condition, are you confident now in uh, Pennsylvania? Oh, yeah. I- I've always believed Oz was going to win because in the end, when people go to the polls, the positions that Fetterman has taken do not fit Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. He's anti-fracking. He wants to release all these criminals that have killed people. He wants to legalize all the drugs. That's not, by the way, this is not the year to be stopped on crime. People have seen the unbelievable increase in crime around the country. And by the, by the way, in Pennsylvania, they, they want lower, lower energy costs. Fracking will do that. And they want all those jobs that Fetterman wants to get rid of. Yeah. Senator Scott, one, just going, going forward, let us uh, breathtakingly assume majorities in the House and Senate uh, I've been in touch with a lot of people, senior staff and members. Why not go? This is something that's coming up. H.R. 1 and S. 1 would be the permitting bill. Codify it. Authorize it. So we can go after increased production of oil and gas. We make the cleanest in the world. Pick up the fracking. Uh, pick up the pipelining, for example. Get the prices and inflation down and get economic growth up. In other words, you're going to be faced, Senator Scott, you're going to be faced with stagflation when you take office uh, in, in early January. It's not going to go away. 
Um, so there's a lot of things that need to be done. I get that, you know, spending and taxing and regulating. We can talk about all that. But it just occurs to me that one of the biggest hits, one of the most biggest impactful policies could be to uh, open up the permitting, get the fracking going again, increase the production of oil and gas in all their many forms, and that would, A, lower the inflation rate, and B, increase uh, economic growth and real wages. So people are talking about S1 and HR1 that would do that right off the top, you know, hit the ground running right from the get-go. I don't know whether you've been tapped into that because I know you're traveling mightily, but what do you think of that idea? Absolutely. When I was governor, we added 1.7 million jobs. I cut taxes and fees 100 times, but the biggest thing I did, I got rid of 20% of the regulations in the state that we didn't need, mm-hmm. and I streamlined the permitting. That was more important than even the tax reduction. So right now, the first thing we've got to do is we've got to get the federal government out of our lives. They're, they're way too involved, whether it's oil and gas industry, but every industry, they, the federal government is just is just a damp, they just dampen all the opportunities in this country, and we've got to we got to get rid of that. So, yeah, absolutely. The first thing is we got to get this oil and gas industry back producing oil and gas safely in this country mm. and get these prices down, and they'll get the gas prices down, diesel prices down, food prices down, the whole, the whole, and it'll and it'll just and create unbelievable opportunities going forward. I'm, 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 I'm actually excited about what we're going to be able to accomplish. Yeah, so, okay, so you're on to that. That's good, because you're going to be a key, key, key player. Um, just briefly, I don't want to keep, because I know you're terribly busy, and you've, you've, done, you, you've done so well, Senator Rick Scott, on this story. Um, what else? You're going to have, again, it's kind of an economic Dunkirk. I mean, you're going to have inflation. You're going to have recession. Hopefully, we can get the oil and gas business going again. How about spending and taxing? Um, we've got to wait for reconciliation. I mean, how do you see this? Be- and you think Biden well, will to- play ball or not? I don't know if he will or not. It doesn't matter. What we've got to do is do our job. What we've got to do is re- re- dramatically reduce the size of the federal government, dramatically reduce the size, reduce taxes and fees, and start growing the economy. That's how. If you want more tax revenues, you grow your economy. You don't grow your economy by taxing. You grow your economy by, by reducing taxes and fees and regulatory environment, things like that. Then you grow the economy and you get more taxes. That's what we've got to do. And we've got to get people back to work. We've got to quit incentivizing people not to work. So I'm I'm very optimistic that we're going to be able to do that. I I don't know if Biden will go along with this or not, but I'm going to do everything I can to pass those, that legislation and then put him in a position that he's got a choice. Does he want a good economy or does he want a bad economy? Because that's exactly what it's going to be. Does he want to help people or continue to hurt people? Yeah. Well, Senator Rick Scott, you've done a great job. You're a prince for helping us on the radio show. We appreciate it. I'm going to let you go. I know you've got a lot of work to do and you're a busy guy. Good luck on the campaign trail, sir. We appreciate it very much. See you, Larry. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Thanks so long. All right, I'm Larry Kudlow. We're going to take a quick break. On the other side of the break, I'll have some comments on what Senator Scott said. He has done such a great job. I mean, really, Rick Scott has done such a good job. And i got to tell you this, Mitch McConnell is an old friend of mine, but Mitch McConnell bad-mouthing some of these candidates. We'll take a break, and I'll talk about it on the other side. From Wall Street to the White House, this is The Larry Kudlow Show. 